Welcome to The Truth Must Be Told. I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast. We have covered many subjects, and, you know, we're going to continue to do that. The response has been excellent, and I will continue to bring you quality podcasts from which you can learn and perhaps give you some hope in this uncertain world. If you have missed any episodes, you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org and you will find a link for anchor.fm, which will allow you to listen to previous podcasts absolutely free. It's free to visit the site and free to listen. And while you're there, consider hitting that support button and help this ministry to continue to grow around the world. Thank you for your support and for joining me here on The Truth Must Be Told. Well, hello, 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 everyone. And we have a lot to uh, talk about today, and we've got some celebration today. We'll uh, cover this all today on The Truth Must Be Told. Stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'll be a nice change of pace. Okay. When in doubt, tell the truth. Edward, I tried to tell the truth, and it kicked me off the air. You can't handle the truth! And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts. Here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to today's program. It is Tuesday, Tuesday, August 24th. And uh, before we begin our uh, show and uh, things that are going on, I have something very special to share with you. And here we go. Let me make sure I got this right. Okay, here we go. Yeah, so I want to wish my son a happy 37th birthday. And he's my firstborn. And yeah, Eric, happy birthday to you, son. I hope you've had a great day today. And uh, really, I love you, man. I miss you. I hope everything is going well for you. Have a great day. Don't celebrate too hard today, okay? Love you, man. I hope you enjoyed that. Yeah, and to those of you who have small children, really don't blink. Don't blink. I mean, Eric's 37. I mean, goodness gracious. It takes a, you know, don't blink because they grow too fast. They grow way too fast. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, you know, usually on Tuesdays I like to do Trek Tuesday and talk about all things Star Trek. 
But there's just been so much stuff going on, and there's so much concern in the world about what's happening. Now, in case you didn't catch the um, my show yesterday, which I I, I I was really, really upset yesterday, but I t- took out, I mean, Facebook blocked me because of my, not Facebook, YouTube blocked me because I was um, talking about things that they say was against their medical misinformation uh, medical misinformation policy. And I was like, oh, good Lord, come on, stop. You know, there's just so much stuff out there today. It's just ridiculous. We've got people are concerned about getting this vaccination. People are concerned about a lot of things. And, you know, if we can't exercise our free speech about this, you know, we're, we're, we're really, 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 really in a bad way. Now, I've heard something on the air today that I hope, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't had time to research it because I'm getting ready today to do um, to do today's program. And uh, I've got things brewing for tomorrow, so I, don't, I have to do some research. It's on my, my, my list of things to do. But I have, uh, I, have um, I heard that um, there is a, 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 there's something in the Constitution. And I do have, I do have a, cost, a copy of the Constitution if you don't have something like this. Uh, the American Center for Law and Justice, um, I don't know if they give them away or sell them. But you can get something like this, or you can go online and you can download a copy of the uh, Constitution, and you could begin to look through it. And there, apparently, there is something in here, and I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do some research on it, and I will get back to you on this. That the um, the government cannot just suspend the Constitution in the sake of an emergency, and if um, and if it is suspended or somebody tries to do that um then there is those people are to be removed from office because they don't want to support the constitution now i again i don't know where it is i just heard it i thought that would be an interesting an interesting thing to see but i will uh, definitely look at this um and let you know i'll look it up and i will get back to you on that and see, um, uh, I'll see if that's, you know, the, these, because there's all the stuff here, and I just want to make sure that we have, uh, that is correct. I don't want to give you out false information, but I will look. If any of you want to look, if you've got a copy of the Constitution, look it up, see what it says, and see if, um, you know, if, if, because if they're suspending the Constitution and forcing you, the mandating law, that you have to have the 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 um, the jab. If you have to have the jab, and they are you know saying you have to have it, you have no choice. Uh, that's a violation of the Constitution because you do have the right to take care of yourself and whatever. And I don't think that they're, I don't think that they're doing this right. Uh, I think they're having a lot of bit of issues here. Uh, so I'm I'm just very much concerned about it. Excuse me while I move this around here. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so I'll look that up and I'll get back to you on it. But yeah, uh, yesterday's show was a little miffed because they, uh, they definitely shut me down or they took away that and they threatened to, they threatened to, um, 
take me off the air. Take me, take um, to block my channel on YouTube. On, uh, yeah, on YouTube, which is oh man, I mean, all three of my su subscribers are going to be very very upset. Wow, what kind of turmoil am I co am I causing with three subscribers? I told you guys that something's going to happen like that, right? I said they're gonna probably knock me off of YouTube for posting stuff like that. So, uh, and I might get, who knows, I might get chucked out of Facebook too. So make sure before I go on uh, with what I'm going to go on with today, I want you to email me at the truth must be told 93 at gmail.com or go to the website, the truth must be told.org. In fact, better off go to the website, Go to the truthmustbetold.org. There is a contact page there. You could actually write a message in there. Make sure that I have your contact information in case I get booted out of here and I may have to go to a different format for my, uh, for my podcast. So I'm just giving you a heads up. All right. So um, did I put... Hmm. All right. I don't know what happened to him. All right. So uh, I'm just looking at my notes here, and I'm saying something is missing. And what's missing is the announcements I was going to make. So why don't I do that now and get that out of the way? <clears throat> Be better off if I knock it out right this moment. Okay, so for those of you on Facebook, Facebook, uh, you can catch me at Facebook.com, and it's The Truth Must Be Told 93. If you search for that, you'll find me. Tomorrow on Facebook, for my Facebook people only, this is not going to be recorded and put out on the uh, on the website. Um, well, I might do it on the website, but it's not going to go out over the other stuff. It's just special show tomorrow, streamed live at uh, eight p.m. Eastern, so it'll be seven central, uh, six mountain, and uh, and uh, five uh, out there in California. So uh, your it is the first anniversary. Of the truth must be told. Yeah, we'll be on the air for one year. Uh, tomorrow will be the first time I ever went on the air. And I looked at the video today. I'm going to share it. Uh, I'm going to share it tomorrow. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's me. Uh, it's terrible. Wow, the audio was audio was horrible. It was, it was, it was oh, it's just terrible. There was no intro. There was no um, background music. There was nothing. And I'm going to show a couple of videos, and we're going to discuss a couple of things. And it's going to be an open forum, so you guys can uh, chat in, wish me a happy anniversary, and uh, any you know any ideas for the shows or whatever. All right, on September 11th, which is a Saturday, we will be having a special 9/11 patriotic show, Patriot Show, on 9/11, and we're going to be just discussing things about uh, the. Uh, about nine nine eleven, obviously, both good and bad. Uh, October second, that will be our paranormal show. It may be the first of several. I may go down the line on that one. I, I'm probably going to tackle Bigfoot first, and uh, we're going to discuss a few more things about Bigfoot. I think that's hitting hard on a lot of people. Um, there tends to be, and I don't want to spoil anything, so I don't want to give out any spoilers now. So just uh, tune in on October 2nd for that show. We'll be covering uh, Bigfoot. 
That's the paran- paranormal show. Uh, it'll be paranormal show slash Bigfoot, and we'll be going through that stuff again. October 30th is Saturday, October 30th. We'll be doing a Halloween special. Oh, I meant uh, just to step back to the uh, to the Bigfoot thing. I'm still waiting for people to send in stories, stories of any UFO encounters that you may have had, uh, angelic encounters, anything like that. Just go ahead and uh, send them to me. Uh, go to the, the website at uh, you know, truthmustbetold.org, and you can link it in there. Just go to contacts and put in the subject, you know, uh, you know, Bigfoot, UFO, whatever. And uh, let me have your opinion. Let me have your a story that you may have. I'm just going to share it on the air. I will not, I will not share who you are, okay? Uh, keep it totally off the books, all right? But I just wanted to make sure that you guys have that. And October 30th, uh, again, uh, we'll be having, uh, that's a Saturday, the Saturday before Halloween, we will be having a Halloween special. All right, in uh, whether Christians should uh, should have should uh, celebrate Halloween or not, and we're going to go over a few things about that. And I've got all my notes from last year, and of course I have to. Um, the only thing I don't have is all the the um, work that I took with pictures and things like that. But we'll, I'll I'll read you the, all those, and we'll get that set so it'll all be up for you. All right, so that's it. Oh, and I did edit the web uh, the web page. The contact information is up to date. There's a, a new section in there. There's a blog section, and there's also a new section I put in there. Uh, uh, videos, uh, and uh, I am going to or, or photos. So I'm going to be putting up photos, different pictures that I post either on my uh, Facebook page or uh, photos that I share here on the Truth Must Be Told. And I'll put a little gallery in there of personal photos and show you pictures of my dogs and cats. and that'll It's all building, so just take your time. It's not all there yet, but it's getting there. So just keep checking back on the website, and you'll see it, it shows up there. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's enough. that's enough of me chatting. All right, so there's been a lot of stuff going on today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me ask you folks, would you mind terribly if I put in a throat drop? I am, uh, it's been, it's been difficult. It has been difficult. And they get these tickles and stuff when I'm trying to talk to you on the air. So, of course. So anyway, I got a throat drop in. So if you hear me slush from time to time, that's me moving the throat drop around. All right. All right, so here's the deal. I have to speak out on several things that are happening. Uh, Lori and I got into a big discussion today, which was a very good discussion. I enjoyed it, actually, about end-time prophecy. Now, um, I watched this video regarding... um, what the uh, what the jab might be doing to our DNA, and uh, you know whether that's true or not, I don't know. I have to do. I I don't like to put things out there for you guys until I absolutely research it. I did send the video to a couple of friends of mine who friends of mine who are pastors, uh, men of God who I can trust and I can uh, 
bounce some uh, ideas off of. And, uh, you know, they both said the same thing. If it's true, it's interesting. A lot of people are concerned that this is being the mark of the beast. But, of course, we have to, I have to dig into it because I don't just take things at face value, what people say. I dig into it. And I look and see if this is actually true. I'm a Berean that way. But regardless of whether that's true or not, the one thing that is certain, the, the devil wants to destroy your relationship with Jesus Christ. He also does not want anybody coming to Christ. He wants to rule the earth. When you look in the book of Revelation and how the Antichrist is going to take over, and he's going to be given power and authority over all things, and um, it's going to be very, very bad. So, yeah, and then he's going to force people to take the mark. I don't know if they'll call it the mark, but they're going to fall, you know, they're going to they're going to get people to take this mark because without the mark, you won't be able to buy or sell. Now, I think it's interesting that the vaccine is taking the same tact. There are some states now where, and some stores, if you don't have the, the uh, card to prove that you have the vaccine, you won't be able to go in there and buy groceries, go to a restaurant. It's a very, very bad situation, Okay. We need to be able to take on the we need to be able to take on the um, we'll be able to just go where we want. I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I started thinking about something else. All right, so you won't be able to go into a restaurant and buy stuff or do something. Now this is getting this is I think it's preparing people. It's preparing people the sheeple, to readily accept when the mark of the beast happens. When the Antichrist comes into power, readily accept the fact, oh, remember what we did during the COVID crisis? Well, you're going to do the same thing. We're going to put a mark on your right hand or your forehead. Could be a computer chip, could be a tattoo, could be, you know, the Bible is not clear. But there will be a mark on your right hand or your forehead to... um, to uh, that you have to have the, uh, that on there in order in order to buy or sell. You can't even sell things to anyone to make money. You have to have that mark. So that's going to be very interesting. But uh, just saying these things because we see the government uh, in our conversation with Lori, Lori, in our conversation today, when we discussed certain things, it, number one, there's nowhere in Scripture that talks about the United States. People try to manipulate, oh, well, this eagle and this, look, 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 there's, there's no one. There's nowhere where it talks about a lot of countries. It doesn't talk about Mexico in there either. So, you know, we don't want to try to find hidden things in the scripture. That's not what I'm here for. And we shouldn't be doing that. And if we're going to consider last day prophecy, we can't be looking for times. We just got to be looking for signs. All right. <clears throat> and what we're up against here is um, 
there is there's nowhere in the scripture that talks about the U.S. and there's and, and, and there's no guarantee that the United States of America will not fall before the return of Christ. We, you know, with what's happening today, I mean, look, look at what's happening in the country today. We have a person in office, an administration office today, that doesn't give a rat's patoot about you, about your beliefs, more about your freedom. They don't care about the United States. They only care about power. They're looking to maintain power and control over everyone. So they're doing what they can to say, this is what you're going to do. I did watch a video. Somebody gave me a video yesterday. And I should have I should have posted it. I, I am apologizing for that. I don't, maybe I should have put it up there. But it's 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 just it's it's just craziness. It's absolute craziness of what we're looking at in the world today. It's insane. Let me just uh, very quickly. Uh, let's see. Somebody sent this to me. It was not somebody. It was my wife. Okay. Uh, this is from. Um, let me bring this up here. Then I'll put the page up so you guys can see it. All right, this is from Ben Shapiro, and he posted a, a conglomerate of TikTok videos for, with teachers. And I'm going to just play a few minutes of this, a couple of minutes of it, that's all. This video is for language teachers. If you don't know who I am, my name's Blossom. I use they, them pronouns in English, A in Espanol, y en Francais. I'm an educational consultant for gender and sexuality, and I specifically did my research on transgender people's attitudes towards pronoun usage in their native and additional languages. And this is me telling you that within whatever language you speak, non-binary people exist. And non-binary people are creating language that they don't have to adhere to the gender binary. So we, as language teachers, need to be teaching our students, giving our students access to this language, especially for our non-binary students, regardless of if that language is accepted by a linguistic regulatory body. Hey y'all, this is your daily reminder that Dr. Seuss is racist and you shouldn't use him in your classroom. I get that some of these books are considered classics. I mean, I grew up on them myself. I also get that he was a product of his time. But also, mind you, this is 2021. There are literally so many other books that are more inclusive to all students that you can use instead. I've heard a lot of people say that gender is complex and sex is simple. As a biology teacher, I highly disagree. Gender is really easy. Gender is how someone identifies. So just listen to them when they tell you if they're male, female, or non-binary. Sex is more complex. Biology teachers like to boil it down to XX and XY, but there are so many more combinations than that of the sex chromosomes. Also, that is only chromosomal sex. It's not biological sex in its entirety. There's really only one gene on the Y chromosome, the SRY gene, that contributes to the production of traditional male hormones. You could be chromosomally male, but that gene could be inactivated. Or that gene could have translocated to an X chromosome and is now present in a chromosomal female. And those are just two examples. There are so many different possibilities. Biology teachers, please expand what you're teaching so our students know how complex this is. And be accepting when someone tells you their gender. All right, I'm going to stop it there. 
We don't need to hear the ad. <laughs> oh, yeah, my darling. All right, so we don't need to hear the ad. Perfect timing on that ad. <laughs> Let me get my camera back up here. All right. So, uh, <laughs> okay. It was a funny meme there. I, I'm not going to talk about it. All right. So, anyway, uh, we've got... Uh, do you see the 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 thing of what these teachers are teaching their students? Um, you know, they're talking about non-binary. Sorry. You know, Bible talks about there being male and female. He made the male and female, and uh, doesn't seem to be any other genders regarding that. And when archaeologists dig up bones, they dig up male or female bones, not one of the other non-binary genders. But I like, it was interesting what that second guy said. He said, look, it's 2021. Things are changing. No, things aren't changing. Things are the same. There is nothing new. Solomon, our good friend Solomon, there is nothing new under the sun. All right? There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. You have got to understand, and we, well, not you in particular, but we as a nation have to understand that um, there are, um, oh, good Lord. And you know, that there's, um, there's really nothing new under the sun, Solomon says, you know, that there's. Everything is everything stays the same. Excuse me one moment here. I'm trying to find something. I try to keep things going um, as much as I can here. It's just um, just sometimes my brain gets into a, a certain gear. And then I then I tend to forget. But Solomon, who was the wisest uh, and wisest man that ever lived, um, um, Ecclesiastes eight thirty eight. Yeah, <laughs> Ecclesiastes. That's what I was looking for. What's the matter with me? Now we all know that there's. Um, In fact, Ecclesiastes is very, very good. Now, I was at a church, and they did a whole Sunday school lessons on Ecclesiastes. Boy, that was really good. Um, but, he's, you know, when he says there's nothing new under the sun and that everything remains the same, you know, there's you may think that there's something new and good, but um, but it's not. And what's interesting with Solomon is that uh, when you look about when you look at his life, in fact, if you look, it's interesting. Read Ecclesiastes. Let me jump ahead and start reading that. I'm I'm working my way back to it. I'm reading the Bible through from cover to cover. I'm now up to Nehemiah, and I'm I'm 
All right, I'm, I'm getting off track here. This is terrible when I wing it like this because um, my brain goes into a hundred different directions. All right, so the guy says it's 2021. There's nothing new under the sun, okay? This stuff has been around. It happened before. It's going to happen again. <clears throat> this is all moving into the end times, moving into end time prophecy. Jesus is 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 going to be returning very very soon. I may even not I might not even get a chance to finish this podcast. I think we are that close. We are that close to the to the end that Jesus is going to be returning. And it's going to be he's going to, there's two reappearances of Christ that's going to happen. The first one is in the rapture. He's going to come into the atmosphere of the earth in the clouds call his uh, children, all his his church, his bride, uh, he's going to call us home. So that's called the rapture. The dead in Christ will rise first, then we who are alive and remaining will be caught up together with them and in the clouds and uh, forever be with the Lord. So that's kind of exciting there. And then the second will be at the end of the Great Tribulation when he actually touches foot on the earth at the Battle of Armageddon and destroys the Antichrist's army, army, and he sets up his kingdom for a thousand years. And when we get back, I'm going to take a break here, and when we get back, we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to go into some, uh, just a few things about end-time prophecy. I'm going to just touch, touch, touch the surface on this today. All right, so just stand by, and I'll be right, right back on The Truth Must Be Told. Yes, love that music. Love that music. All right, <clears throat> we're working on getting things. Uh, excuse me, getting things organized a little bit more. All right, so end time prophecy. I'm going to be reading from a book called Dispensational Truth. Now, if you you can actually see some of this online if you look up Clarence Larkin, L A R K I N. If you Google it, you'll actually see some of his maps and stuff. And just to give you a quick background, Clarence Larkin, Mr. Larkin, or Brother Larkin, was an engineer uh, who, once he was saved, he began looking at, he began reading his Bible, and he took it, um, and he began to break it down uh, as an engineer would. And it's just really, really interesting stuff. So if, you, uh, if you're interested in, in a very detailed explanation of Scripture, you can certainly, uh, you know, but take a look at this because it's really interesting. Okay, so when we talk about the signs of the times, I want to get this straight right out the bat, all right? Just let me say this, because this is part of the conversation that Lori and I were having today. How do we know that the vaccine is not the mark of the beast? Okay, because first of all, had uh, the scriptures say, to take the mark of the beast in the name and the number of his name. All right, so <laughs> yes, even though the vaccine laws and rules have had sixes in them and all that stuff, uh, 
I'm not into this numbers game. Oh, well, you know, if you take the fifth number here and you multiply this by three, I'm not into all that. So that's other people want to do that. That's fine. That's not me. But the main reason I know it's not true is because we're still here. Christians are still here. That is going to take place later on in the tribulation period, and we are definitely not in the tribulation period right now. But what are the signs of the times? And what's going to happen before the um, the rapture of the church? All right? And this is what we've... Um, this is what's, and, and Clarence Larkin, I mean, he just puts these wonderful graphs and pictures in here. Absolutely wonderful. It's a big book, too. It's... <clears throat> they've laid it out so that you can look at the graphs and everything. But, uh, okay, so this, and this book, by the way, before I go on, this book was written, I believe, in, and I love old books, 1918, all right? The original copy, copyrighted in 1918. They enlarged it and revised the edition, uh, edition copyrighted in 1920. <clears throat> but it was originally written in... 1918. All right. While we cannot name the exact date of the Lord's return to its nearness, maybe its nearness may be known by the character of the times. As to this, the New Testament gives no uncertain sound. In Daniel 12.4, Daniel 9.10, we read, But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. <clears throat> Excuse me. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. These words sh uh, declare that the prophecies of Daniel were to be shut up and be sealed until the time of the end. This expression does not mean the end of time but the, is the angelic's messenger way of referring to the last days of the times of the Gentiles, at which time he declares that the book will be unsealed <clears throat> and knowledge shall be increased. What here, what is, what here, excuse me, what is here meant is prophetic knowledge of the things recorded in the book of Daniel and other prophetic writings in the scriptures. This is made clear by the statement that only the wise shall understand, that is, those who are enlightened by the Holy Spirit, and not those who mer merely have an intellectual knowledge, for the wicked shall not understand. <clears throat> Excuse me. How wonderfully this is true of these days. Now remember, this is 1918. The higher critics have labored hard to discredit the book of Daniel, but without avail, for the book is to be studied more than ever. It is being unsealed by the Holy Spirit, enlightened students of the Word of God who clearly see that we have reached the time of the end and are living in the closing days of the times of the Gentiles. By unsealing, uh, the unsealing began 100 years ago when the midnight cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, was heard in the revival of the premillennial truth. <clears throat> Excuse me. For all centuries, when the bridegroom tarried and the wise and foolish versions all slumbered and slept, and the church lapsed into a condition, lapsed into a condition of spiritual apathy, and the blessed hope was eclipsed. 
But now, all over the world, the Blessed Hope has emerged from the shadow. The Blessed Hope is the rapture of the church. But now, all over the world, the Blessed Hope has emerged from the shadow, and the virgins are trimming their lamps, preparatory to going out to meet their Lord. But only the wise have oil in their vessels and in their lamps. We are living in the fourth watch of the night. Soon the morning star, Christ, Revelation 22, 16, will appear, and we shall be caught up, caught out at the rapture to meet him and go to the marriage feast. Okay, so let us hastily glance at the signs of the times. Careful study of the chart will reveal the ten signs. So he puts ten signs here as the end times signs. And yeah, I'll read them. They're not, they're not very long. <clears throat> I'll read them. It'll be good. In 2 Peter 3, verses 3 through 4, we read that there shall come in the last days scoffers, walking after their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning. How true is this in this present day? The doctrine of the second coming is scoffed at, and those who hold it are looked upon as deluded fanatics. And sad to say, this opposition comes from the prominent regions, religion leaders of the day. Apostasy is number two. In 2 Thessalonians 2.3, we read, We are told that the that we are told that that day, the day of the Lord, shall not come except there be a falling away first. This fall of the, falling away is evidenced on every hand. Number three, false teachers. In Second Peter 2, verses 1 through 2, we are warned against false teachers who shall privately bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that brought them, such as Christian scientists and Russellites, now, uh, Russellites, if you don't know, are Jehovah Witnesses. And many shall follow their pernicious ways. Pernicious ways, wow. Um, and sad to relate that these followers are um, recruited from Orthodox church members, of whom the Apostle Paul, the Apostle Paul wrote to Se Timothy in 2 Timothy 4, verses 3 through 4, saying, The time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but have their own lusts, but after their own lusts they will heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall, f shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. This turning away is, is evidenced on every hand. There is a turning away in doctrinal standards, in demand for regenerated church membership, in church and Sunday school attendance, in Sabbath observance. Many churchgoers will not endure sound doctrine. They will not go to hear those who preach total depravity of man the necessity of the new birth, and the conscious and endless torment of those who reject Christ as their personal Savior. They demand teachers who will itch or tickle their ears with pleasing, novel, and sensational doctrines. 1918, folks. Look where we're at today. <clears throat> Spiritualism is number four. In 1 Timothy 4, verse 1, we are warned of a departure of the, from the faith, that in the latter times, the last days of this dispensation, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. This is being fulfilled in the increasing number of those who are forsaking their Christian belief to become followers of spiritualistic mediums and to dabble in the psychic, the uh, uh, psych, excuse me, uh, psychological research. This is why I'm doing shows on the paranormal. 
Number five, perilous times. Of these times, Paul told Timothy, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection uh, for their own offspring. That's what that means. Truce breakers, false accusers, incontent, fierce, despisers of those who are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5, we neither have the time or space um, we neither have the time or space to enlarge upon the above, but what we catalog here of the, the perilous conditions of the times in which we live. Number six, heaped up treasure. In James 5, verses 1 through 6, we are told that in the last days there shall be a class of rich men who shall have heaped treasure together, and that by fraud <clears throat> and all those and who shall use their ill-gotten gain in the pursuit of pleasure and wantonness, and that God will hear the cry of those who have been cheated of their just share and of the prophets, and will send a sore judgment upon the guilty. What this, what we have a description of here is unprincipled, speculative, and profiteering spirit of the days in which we live. When men become millionaires and multimillionaires in a few years, truly we are living in the last days of this dispensation. Excuse me. <clears throat> Number seven, the Laodicean church. In a message to the church of Laodicea in Revelation 3, verse 14 through 22, we have a description of the last stage of the professing church on earth. It is described as neither hot nor cold, but nauseatingly lukewarm, so that Christ says he will spew it out of his mouth. It boastingly will claim to be rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, not even Christ, for he will be excluded and will have to and will have to knock for admittance, and it will be ignorant of its, of its uh, true condition, that it is wretched, it is miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked, unspeakably sad. It is that, it is this, that this is the condition of the large extent of the professing church of today. 1918, folks. The fig tree sign. <clears throat> Excuse me. When Jesus' disciples asked him, after he had foretold the destruction of the temple, Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming, and the end of the world or the age? Matthew 24, verses 1 through 3 says, Jesus gave as a sign of his coming the fig tree sign. The fig tree symbolizes the nation of Israel, and its budding, and the revival of Israel as a nation. Here again, we have evidence of the nearness of the Lord's return for the revival of Zionism, and the passing of the land of Palestine into the hands of the Christian nation opens the way for restoration of the Jews to their own land and fulfillment of the fig tree sign. The fact that the city of Jerusalem surrendered without firing a shot is significant. Jesus said that the that Jerusalem would be trotted down of the Gentiles and that the uh, until the time of the Gentiles should be fulfilled, Luke 21:24. And talking of Jerusalem at the, at this time may signify that the times of the Gentiles is growing to a close. Might I point out that Israel became a nation in 1948. So 30 years after this book was written, Israel became a nation. 
Number nine, the distress of nations. In fact, the people who were around in that time, I remember a teacher in Bible college telling us that when Israel became a nation in 1948, they were looking for the rapture. They were getting ready to go because that was like a major sign for them. Uh, uh, number nine, the distress of nations. In Luke 21, 20, uh, 21, verses 24 through 27, Jesus tells us that the times of the Gentiles will come to a close. There shall be times in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations with perplexity. The sea and the waves, the people of the earth, roaring. The men's, men's heart failing for, their, for them for fear and for looking after things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven, the principalities and powers of evil, Ephesians 6, verses 11 through 12, will be shaken. And then they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. In the prophecy of Haggai, we read, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once it is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land, and I will shake all the nations, and desire Christ of all nations will come. This has never been fulfilled as yet, and the present distress of nations, the uprising of masses in the national revolutions, and tottering thrones of other, of other indications that the nations are being shaken and is still furthering the Son of Man the desire of all nations who will bring peace to this troubled earth. And our latest shaking of nations is Afghanistan right now. <clears throat> and this one is what I covered very extensively. The days of Noah, number 10. The last sign that we should mention is the sign of the Noah days. Luke 17, verses 26 through 30. As it was in the day of Noah, they did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded, and so it was in the days of the so it was so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. Where did you say is the sin in doing all these things? They are not only commanded, they are necessary. That is true. The sin was not in doing them, but doing them until the flood came. That is, they did nothing else. They forgot to worship the Maker. So today, men and women are so busily engaged in doing the good things of life that they have at no time to worship God. They are so busy building homes for themselves on earth that they are neglecting to secure a home in heaven. They are more anxious about their children that their children should make good a good match on earth than that they should be united with the Lord. That they are so they are so concerned about their case in court that they have forgotten that they must stand before the judgment bar of God. So those are ten signs. And we're seeing them. We're seeing this stuff happening today. We're seeing this stuff happening today in, in major, major ways throughout the earth. We have distress of nations. We have, we have people that are doing all these things. Israel became a nation. But we're definitely within those times of, of, of that Jesus talked about where his coming is, is very close. I would suggest that you go back if you have, um, if you have, um, you're listening on Anchor, I would say go back and start going over the ones that I did on the days of Noah 
And I forgot, let's see, so that looks like it was episode 30, 57? Yeah. The Days of Noah, The Real End of the World, Part 1 was episode 57, and then, uh, so 57 and 59 were the two that I did um, in between, you know, and then there was a paranormal one of uh, Bigfoot in between those, uh, which we're going to be covering again. But uh, yeah, so no, uh, episodes number 57 and 59 were the, um, talking about the days of Noah <laughs> in the last days and things that uh, were happening. So yeah, but he breaks it down into seven different things or 10 different things there, which essentially it all kind of comes under the, the days of Noah anyway. But yeah, we're seeing all that today. We are seeing all of that today with no question in my mind. Uh, I hope you guys realize that. I mean, you know, yeah, we're seeing the scoffers. We're seeing the false teachers. We're seeing the apostasy, the falling away. Spiritualism, that's one of, like I said, one of the reasons why I want to um, go, th go through stuff. Because um, a lot of people talking about the spiritual, spiritual, uh, the paranormal side of things, you know, uh, heaped up treasure for themselves. The Laodicean Church, etc., etc. <coughs> and I could tell we're getting near the end of my time here because my throat is killing me. All right, so let's see here. I find it interesting that the Laodicean Church, last church that was um, mentioned here. Let me, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I am so sorry. Hold on one moment. Thank you, I do apologize. Um, yeah, the Laodicean church was the last in the book of Revelation. And he said, because you were, uh, to the angel of the church of Laodicea write, the amen the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God says, I know your deeds, that you were neither cold nor hot. I would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and have become wealthy, and I have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind. I advise you to buy from me gold refined by the fire, that you may become rich, and white garments, that you may clothe yourself, and that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and I salve to anoint your eyes, that you may see. To the, those who I love, I reprove and discipline. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and will dine with him and he with me. And he who overcomes, I will grant him to sit down with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Oh, uh, my other thing that Lori and I were discussing, the Laodicean church, which is the last church mentioned. So you got chapters 1, 2, and 3, where there are letters to the churches, the messages to the churches, to the 
and it says to the angel of the church of some so right um but that is uh, to the angel of the church in laodicea that is the pastor it means the leader of the church the church pastor all right so after this and it, uh, john says this beginning of chapter four after these things what things after these things the the all this information on the church uh, I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven, and the first voice that I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet, speaking with me, said, Come up here, and I will show you what must take place after these things. After what things? The, the church. After the church. Immediately I was in the Spirit, and behold, a throne was standing in heaven, and one sitting on the throne. And he, and it goes on to describe who he sees, which is Jesus and God sitting on the throne. So, What's interesting is from there, chapter 4, to the end of Revelation, the church is never mentioned again. The church will be gone. There's my profound belief from what I see in Scripture. And I know a lot of people have studied and they say, well, no, it's gonna, the church is going to go in the middle of the tribulation. Uh, there's a few things, or the end of the tribulation, there's a few things wrong with that. One, um, it would violate the we do not know the time or the hour or the day. All right. Jesus said, you're not going to know when it's going to happen. I'm going to come like a thief in the night. They didn't know, the virgins didn't know when the bridegroom would show up, right? Okay. Uh, second is what I mentioned here, that the church is not mentioned. Because after chapter 4, it starts going into the Great Tribulation period. And the church is gone. There's no church. The other thing is that the scripture does tell us that God has not appointed us, us to wrath, but to have salvation through Jesus Christ. Remember, the outpouring of the wrath that is going to be poured out on this earth is, is the, the wrath of, of God against man, okay? And setting up for the return of Jesus. We're not to suffer wrath. We're going to be gone, okay? We're, we're not, we're, we will be out of here. There's a lot of scripture that talks about this, about we're, we're going to be taken out. We're going to be going to a place where, um, you know, we're going to be with Jesus. And uh, uh, talking about the Antichrist in 2 Thessalonians here, it says for the mystery, this is another reason, um, he talks, he's talking about the Antichrist, and this apostasy comes first, and then the man of lawlessness will be revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above the every so-called <clears throat> every so-called God or object of worship, so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. Do you not remember that while I was still with you, I was telling you these things? And you know that you know that and you know what restrains him now so that his time may be revealed. For the mystery of the lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And when that lawless one will be revealed with whom the Lord, the Lord will slay with the breath of his mouth and bring to an end of the reappearance of his coming. Um, so this... Um, his identity is being withheld. 
There's one that's restraining his identity and restraining who he is. That's the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit gets removed, the vessels in which he uh, dwells will be gone too. So that's another reason, I think, about the rapture. All right. All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's program. Um, you know, we're, we're in perilous times here. There's uh, men are lovers of self, lovers of money. They're, they don't care about things. They, they, they would rather, they would rather be, you know, they're just doing their own thing. And they don't want to talk about God. God is not on their side. You just remember that the scriptures talk about a lot of different things. And the, the way to salvation is simple, right? You don't have to, you know, shave your head, only wear blue. Be diligent and you might make it. Christianity is God reaching down to man. Religion is man reaching up to God and trying to be pleasure. Pleasure God and, and make him happy. While we were yet sinners, Jesus came and died for us. God, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that is significant. And the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. As is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks for God. It's all in the book of Romans. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All right? God demonstrated his own love towards us that in while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's in Romans 5, 8. Jesus paid the, the price for our sins when he died on the cross. He took the burden of our sins and opened the way for us to enter an eternal life with him. What do I do, Sal, to get saved? It's very simple. If you confess with your mouth, mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is believing with your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So, say, Lord, I need you. I need you to, to uh, come into my life and be my personal Savior. I've sinned against you. If you want to know more about it, you can reach me at thetruthmustbetold.org. Put saved with a question mark. Write me your name and stuff, and I'll do what I can to help you. In the meantime, we're going to go on our way now. I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you during this time. He, he uh, keep his eyes over you, watch you, keep you safe, and... Uh, I just thank God for all of you that are listening. Take care. Have a wonderful day. In Jesus' name, bye-bye.